Housing Unfiltered Broadcast. I am excited about today because Todd is going to talk about the leader's greatest gift. Todd, you said it's passion, it is commitment, but really it is passionate commitment that matters. I am really excited about this lesson for two reasons. One, Todd is going to add tremendous value to you on the podcast today. And secondly, we believe this program will speak to the leaders and members at the community level providing leadership for their teams and services to their clients. Hey, Jimmy, and hey, uh, welcome to all the rating fans of Senior Housing Unfiltered. Jimmy, we were talking before the podcast about why we like college sports better than professional sports, and we realized it's pretty simple. It's because of the passion that's experienced in the college sports and not always experienced in professional sports. That is right, Todd. And you know what? I have concluded. I think I pick passion over ability. I think I would rather watch someone a little less competent with a lot more passion. So in a full disclosure to our audience, Jimmy is setting this up because in a moment we're going to talk about a leader's greatest gift to their people, their organization, and that's passion and commitment. We're going to put them together. So let me just flesh this out briefly with you. We're going to talk, take a, talk a little bit about passion. We're going to talk a little bit about commitment. And then we're going to join them and marry them and see why this combination happens to be the leader's greatest gift. So let's talk about uh, passion first. Jimmy, let me give you and the audience some statements about passion. So number one, followers need passionate leaders. It is a, a need for those who follow to have a leader who has passion in his or her life. Now, get this. I love this. People are instructed by reason, but they are inspired by passion. I'm going to say that one more time. This is so important. People are instructed, directed by reason, but they are inspired by passion. The listeners of our podcast and uh, rating fans uh, of our social media content. They're all passionate leaders and, or they wouldn't be listening to us. And that's why they're listening to us and wanting to grow. So real important. Now, point number two, passion is the birthplace of all dreams. You could say another way, Jimmy, passion is the incubator of all dreams. Uh, your dreams that you have of your life, what you want to accomplish, where you want to go. It comes from one place. You track it back. It comes from your passion. That's, it's an internal thing. It's inside you. Uh, no passion, no dreams. I challenge you, if someone has no passion, they probably don't have any dreams. Uh, so we have to help them get passion. So think about this and let it soak in. Where does, where does a dream become birthed? It's from your passion. Wow, Todd. You know, you're always saying passion turns a dreamer into a doer. When I see a person that has a dream, never accomplished anything, you know what? I know they do not have the fuel in their car. They are not going anywhere because the fuel is passion. It is passion that causes you to get up, 
sacrifice and pay the price and do what others are unwilling to do. Now that, that's great right there. What others are unwilling to do. Yeah. It is a passion, it is passion that almost always separates the person who accomplishes something from the one who doesn't. It is the birthplace of the dream. <laughs> right on, Jimmy. That's good. Now, remind me, Todd. There is a quote that our chairman said all last year during the pandemic, and I have it on the tip of my tongue, but I can't quite remember it. Um, on passion. On passion, yes. Yeah. Hold on a second. I, I got it on my phone here. I, I file everything. So, yeah. So, uh, he said passion is an internal motivation to keep us going when the external rewards drop out of sight. He was talking about 2020. He's talking about the pandemic. He said, when you can't see the goal, then passion keeps you going. It kind of reminded me when I, when I first heard it about uh, the instrument rated pilot, right? Yeah. Because an instrument rated pilot to be instrument rated has to get in the plane so that when he cannot see, he, he can just run that plane by the controls in the airplane and land the plane safely and get to the destination. And when you can't see, uh, the big picture because of a pandemic, your passion will continue to fuel you while and keep you going in a time of distress. Absolutely, absolutely. And as you can tell, we have a lot of passion, and we can talk about passion in our podcast for hours. But, Todd, we need to now take a moment and talk about the commitment portion. Yes, commitment. So let me say this first uh, before we get into the commitment, Jimmy. Uh, you remember, and, and, and to share this for the audience, you remember when we were at Intersection in downtown Columbia, South Carolina last year, I think it was November of 2020, and we were touring a variety of communities. It was a portfolio of communities that were for sale that we were looking at, and we were in Columbia, South Carolina, and we were sitting there, and we noticed while we're standing at the intersection, there was a homeless man. I guess he was homeless, but a homeless guy, didn't, you know, not dressed certainly very well. Um, and there were, as a group of people, they were yelling at him because he was crossing, uh, the street in the middle of downtown Columbia with a no crossing lamp flashing. And they're like, what an idiot they were saying. You know, this guy, <laughs> get out of the road. You know, what are you doing going down across the road? And there's, obviously there's a no crossing lamp. And so we were sitting there chatting and admiring beautiful Columbia, South Carolina, a different group. Now, then we, different group and they're all crossing the street and we notice the lamps flashing, no crossing. The difference is that there's this well-dressed man He's in an Armenian suit. He's got a Rolex watch. You can see the Montblanc pin in his pocket. Uh, and he was crossing the same no cross, crossing lamp flashing. But now I guess it was okay to cross the road, uh, cause they were all crossing and following the guy. It just shows you, uh, how different things influence people, how fickle human beings are. And they're not really committed to anything. Absolutely. I remember watching this, Todd, and I remember we saw this and we both kind of just laughed and commented on how true this is to human nature. Most people lack commitment, energy, and just follow what the crowd is doing. Just like at a sporting event, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that <laughs> earlier as well. I mean, you and I both talked about being at sporting events. I've been at, you know, at, at speaker events. I've been at churches where... We're lined up to go inside the, the building and one door's open and everybody's got on this long line to get in and there's 10 doors, only one door opening. Everybody's waiting and the other nine doors are open. They're not open. Someone just has to go and open them. But the crowd is following the person in front of them with no passion just drones, doing what the other person's doing, having no idea if it's right or wrong. And most people just wait till another person takes the leadership and opens the other door 
And then what happens? They just follow them too. Right. And what's the worst scenario? You go up and the door is locked. Right. And then you get back in line. But you know, I admire that guy or that lady because they have passion. <laughs> they have passion. Absolutely. So let's talk now about commitment. Um, let me read you a paragraph from a book um, of Michelangelo. This is great. Whose career as a sculptor and a painter was not handed to him on a silver platter. He had to earn it. So listen to these words. Um, let me read this. Although he, meaning Michelangelo, although he possessed great talent, his accomplishments and fame came only after he invested himself to the point of physical exhaustion. Now, remember, we're talking about commitment. I mean, we're going to, you got, passion's great. It's a great elixir. With the elixir, but you got to have commitment. So, um, he, uh, Michelangelo spent years laying flat on his back from a scalpel painting when he was painting the Sistine Chapel. By the time he completed this magnificent project, he was blind, virtually blind, from the paint that had dripped into his eyes. Mm, that's amazing. Now, that's commitment. And because that, Michelangelo was willing to uh, invest himself, his creations have been admired for now more than four centuries. This is a great example of a leader with commitment and passion, having this combination uh, to accomplish what he did. Uh, this is the greatest gift a leader can possess to give others. No, that's a good point. And let me just circle back to what you just said. Commitment with passion. So both must be linked together, correct? Yeah, Jimmy, here's why I link them together. Commitment without passion is focus without fuel. Let me say that again. Commitment without passion is focus without fuel. Isn't that true? It's so true. And, and passion without any commitment is a heart without a backbone. Don't you see you have to have both? Commitment and passion will allow you to become a leader, both of them. Why? Because commitment with passion has influence value. Standing alone by themselves, there's some value, but there's leadership value when you combine the two. Now, we teach in our organization and when we're on the road uh, and we're, you know, with other groups that um, borrowing it from John Maxwell, uh, who the greatest leadership uh, management consultant in the world in my mind. But leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. And everything rises and falls on leadership. If we want to increase our influence, we have to only increase our passion. Passionate people, they influence us. Think about that. Passionate people draw us to them. I, I, I'm drawn to people that are smart, but not as much as passionate people. Passionate people influence us. We're drawn to them. I have known people of passion who had views I didn't even agree with, but I sensed myself drawn to them, something inside of me, emotionally drawn to them because I love their conviction. I love their passion. I love their fire. I love their belief in what they were saying. I love that emotional quality uh, that, that, that drew them to me magnetically. Yeah. So, so why is passionate commitment a leader's greatest gift? What makes a leader full of passion and full of commitment a great gift to society and a great gift to the people he or she leads? 
Okay, here we go. So number one, passionate commitment is the foundation of every great movement, uh, every great organization, every great trend, every great political movement. It's all about passionate commitment. There's a, a gentleman I've studied in the past, going back to my uh, my college days, um, who said this. Isaac Burrell once said, nothing of weight or worth can be achieved with half a mind, a faint heart, and with a lame endeavor. How many of you know people coming to your mind as we're speaking of this? <laughs> half of a mind, a faint heart, and a lame endeavor. I mean, do you think... Think of them accomplishing anything, changing any of them, anything may, being the catalyst, catalyst for change. Passionate commitment is an absolute foundation for every great movement. You've never found a movement begin, an organization begin without it. So number two, I would say passionate commitment is the making also of every great leader. That's why we must possess it. That's why we have to nurture it and find ways like we're speaking of today of how we can get it. How are you going to get it in 2021 after going through 2020 when it, when, when 2020 tried to beat it out of you? Um, what I'm trying to say is that this is the ingredient of making a great man, a great woman, a great organization, a great industry, a great movement. You don't create organizations with apathy. You do not build a great people with a take it or leave it attitude. Passionate commitment, you see. You see in it the lives of every great leader. What does passionate commitment do for you? It's very simple. When you have it inside you and you face a problem, the first emotion, thought, reality you feel about is how can I fix it? Passionate commitment, you see it in the lives of every great leader. What does passionate commitment do for you? What does it do inside of you? It's very simple. When you have it inside of you and you have a problem you face, you ask yourself, how can I fix it? When you don't have it and you face a problem, you're asking, how can I get out of it? Nah, that's good. And, you know, I must confess to the audience and, you know, Todd, we, we've talked very openly about this and we did not have this passion when we were younger. We bummed around, hung with, out with our friends, went to parties, and that's it. Yeah, and still got good grades. <laughs> You're right. We didn't have passionate commitment. But, you know, we've talked about this and not sure where it happened. But somewhere down the line, we went through a process internally in our growth process and a realization that uh, we need to change. If, I, if I'm going to be successful, if I want to grow, I want to make a difference in other people's lives. I want to bring value to them. I want to be a good husband, a good leader for my team. I want to go where other people are not going. I want to change a a industry stuck in ancient cultures. And I, I came to a place that we knew both of us at some point we had, we had to make passion and commitment part of our lives. So today that passion fills us with fire. It fills our minds with resolve, commitment, and we're going to make a difference in people's lives. We're going to serve them and we're going to lead this industry out from the past. Many cases stuck in ancient cultures. Absolutely. And I think once I started to immerse myself and started reading books about great leaders, podcasts, articles, and I saw this quality, I just realized I needed passionate commitment in my life. And I was just cured. 
Yes, and that's what we want to help people. We we want to stay cured, and we want to help people get cured. I, I'm not trying to be mystical about this, but the bottom line is, whatever you want to call this, what we're identifying as passion and commitment, when this quality gets in your life, it begins to get in the lives of others. It's contagious. Um, it rubs off on them. So I know there's some listeners in this podcast might be saying, well, you know, I'm just easygoing. I'm not really engaged about anything in life. And yes, we're trying to get you cured. <laughs> I want you to know you can get cured too. The happiest person in life, they love what they, they're doing and they love it so much and keep doing it that it becomes their passion. The, the happiest person in life is the one who believes what they're in what they're doing and they keep doing it until it becomes a commitment in their life. And then that commitment of passion and commitment overspills to others and leads them to great places they would otherwise have not gone. Man, Todd, Senior Housing Unfiltered is on fire. Listen, the, 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 the message we want to get out to all of our friends and fans and partners and team members uh, and future clients is that it's not 2020 that is defining us. It's not the current conditions in, in senior housing or in the real estate industry. It's none of that. What what conditions us is the future conditions because what we commit ourselves to determines who we are. What we think about, we will become. More than anything that has ever happened to us yesterday or the day before or the past, it is what we commit to in the future that changes us, not the past. I want to ask a simple question uh, you know, to myself, to Jimmy, and to those that are listening to us. What are your commitments? Where are you going in 2021? What are you going to be? You show me somebody who has not decided yet, and I'll show you someone who has no identity, no personality, and no directions. Jimmy, Lloyd-Jones, you and I are committed to going. We are passionate about bringing value to other people and making a difference in their lives. And we're committed to growing in new areas of opportunity in 2021. Man, good. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Next month, we have a very special guest. Can't tell you who it is, but you will thoroughly enjoy it. And Todd, can you tell us a little bit about what we have coming up next? Right, we're going to talk about, uh, we're launching a what we're calling successful aging. Um, this is luxury healthcare that really I haven't seen before. We believe it's time for healthcare to take its preeminent spot in the future of senior housing. It's been marginalized. It's been commoditized. It's taken a second place and we've reaped the consequences of it, of it in senior housing, not being prepared to take care of residents in the middle of a pandemic. So there's components to this that we're launching here with all of our partners. And we're going to have a guest on that is doing some remarkable things that I would say is one of the architects uh, of this um, of this successful aging module we're going to introduce. And, of course, Chris Finley gets great credit for it. I've been working with our chairman for a year, and he's been thinking about this, dreaming about it, and being passionate <laughs> about it, and is committed about to it in spite of everything, committed to it over the last two years. So we'll we'll uh, let you know next uh, in the in on LinkedIn who it's going to be, and we look forward to hearing you next time on Senior Housing Unfiltered. Thank you. Godspeed. 
something just like this. Ooh. 